Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. On the roadside, cotton in the ditch. Pick that cotton, you black some bitch. Daddy was a quagman, a southern Democrat. Long white cheeks and funny looking hat singing. Song to the side. Whooping niggers ass and burn his house. Gone, gone with the wind. You're talking back again. I'm George T.K., and mischievous Pisser Possums are not welcome to these parts. You're listening to Pastor Lynn Set, The Movement Turd. Thank you. 
you know, all all about uh, you know gushing over all about how you know about what you know how Brian Real sounded like a lawyer and all that here. But what he had done, what he had done, and this was part of you know this is part of the plan. This is how I got rid of Brian Real on the federal lawsuit. I go ahead and bring in his you know co-conspirator, co-counter defendants, bring them all in. And by bringing them in, by bringing them in, then Brian Real has to worry, has to worry about what he's going to do, what he's going to do, where he's going to go ahead and save them. And his, you know, he's still going to ask the mouth of Rabbi Fink and with, and with uh, the Melissa, because there was there was a motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction that Brian Real had already claimed that it lacked law, you know, essentially the six. The sixth U.S. Circuit Court ruled that it was unfair to sue people for shit way, 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 way outside the jurisdiction of Ohio for purposes of harassment. So essentially, Brian Real was writing that you know poor old Fink and Melissa don't have any ties in Florida. Well, I looked at; they were both word for word exactly identical, and they were written by Brian Real. And Brian Real said, you know, said in that day, here, here's this, here's this magistrate rules. He's gushing. You sound just, right, just like a lawyer. Yes, you know, Brian Real's been going to law school or whatever, taking law classes. I said, yes. Uh, what happens is Brian Real drafted, drafted these motions of his co-conspirator. Drafted these two motions of his co-conspirator. And you know, and essentially Brian Real drafted them. And then you know, then you know, then Brian Real he knows that he's in trouble. He says, "Well, Bill Fink asked me to go ahead and keep in touch with him here." And so I I went ahead and sent him some of the you know some of the work. He says that is that is unauthorized practice of law. Don't do it anymore. So I know Brian Real is going to do it for Clifton Emheiser. Certainly ain't going to do it for Eli James. Certainly ain't going to do it for Liar Bill Mumps, Not the Clueless, or Johnny Tonto, or anybody. But what is funny is that hey, in Ohio, this unauthorized practice of law is rather serious. The legal profession is going to get down on Brian Real, charge him twenty-five thousand dollars per case. That's what got me is that here, you know, here is old nigger lips. He is talking about how, uh, you know, I have to go ahead and answer his demands, but he doesn't have to answer mine at all. And essentially, you know, the judge did get down on his refusing to accept the paper copies here. He refused it because he said it was wet. And this magistrate said, well, I doubt it was sent wet. No, it isn't here. I mean, I asked the postmistress of Granby, and she said she wouldn't accept an obviously soaked or wet package. It was not wet when I sent it out. Somehow it sat in the mail, and it did get wet on the outside. But suppose I got 15 days from Thursday to go ahead and answer it here. I'm going to go ahead and partially answer it. I'm going to answer it, uh, go ahead and make the admissions, but essentially I'm going to go ahead and I'm thinking I'm making admissions unlike what this particular judge or the rest here. This judge did not like 
you know, uh, didn't you know, wanted me to be in Met- you know, Painesville, Ohio. And I says, okay, well, where's Anthony DiRio? You know, Brian Real's father. Where is William Fink and Melissa? I says, we are not up there. So, found out why and how Brian Real is able, is able to essentially get away with all these filings and not lose. When this creature is charged with unauthorized practice of law, well, hey, oh, shoot, these lawyers, these lawyers here, they really get down on ordinary mongrels like him. You know, pretty well pissing punch bowl here. I, I went ahead and looked, went ahead and looked at some cases here. So essentially, this judge is rather lenient, relaxed, little blind real. What the creditor should have done is essentially dismissed the case and said, well, maybe I do need to dismiss the case. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I got a number of things to do, and tomorrow I'm going to go over to Newton County and ask for the commissioners to pay me $2.3 million for a dead mother from Corporal Barnes. Essentially, the federal judge, he believes that a pig can go ahead and make a threat of false arrest and you got to accept that false arrest. And then he's, you know, he's not liable for making the threat of false arrest. Well, folks, that's pretty well written a death penalty for any policeman. Because, hey, a new regime with new police can simply say, you're under arrest, and then proceed to kill the policeman or his family. Or if they're outgunned, well, no, ha, 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 this is just a joke, ha, 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 ha. We'll call it Corporal Barnes says, or Stephen Ball, the federal judge says. Now, since this is a movie turd, uh, I talked to SS John Gert of the Anus MC. And the Anus MC will go ahead and take a long shot of whiskey all you want here. You know, guess number seven. It's sort of like my four-legged poopy dog here. I was going down. That little bastard shit a turd. Shit a turd about, oh, a week and a half ago. And I could tell, I mean, because I see it come out here, and I have long hair. And that little bastard always seems to have a hair, you know, mixed up in his gut here. And essentially, he'll pinch off a loaf, and essentially those old nuggets here will be joined by that long hair. That little bastard, the other day, was eating some of the shit from a week and a half ago. He was doing the same thing today here. He still got, he still got some left here. So, uh, guest number, you know, guest number seventeen, <laughs> much down. <laughs> Where am I at? Where am I at here? This is the, this is the four-legged poopy dog that does that. I doubt the two-legged poopy dog does that, you know, at all here. But in any case, SS John Gert. Uh, I didn't have much of a show Thursday. By the way, I did a show quickly Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Uh, pretty well, you had old drunk Virgil there, and essentially it lasted for about two hours. The Thursday night show lasted two hours. And 
Anyway, SS John Gert was was uh, what Morskowitz ambassador for two months, and he decided to run off and join the sadistic souls. And essentially, what they are is a bunch of drunken moguls on motorcycles who, I guess, like claim the Aryan nations here, as opposed to quote sadistic souls. I don't know what the hell sadistic souls has anything to do with it. They all call themselves the Mongols. M-O-N-G, not O-L-S, but M-O-N-G-R-O-L-S. I have done with it. So essentially, I got now on John, you know, John Gert, for the third Thursday in a row, saying, hey, look, what if he get some young people in trouble? Because that's what Morse Collect did. He got some, well, I think it was a Mongol in trouble. Besides, I don't see the point of getting people in trouble, playing Aryan nations or churches use Christ Christian. Same way with Billy Roper. He is a factotum for Zogbots. William Pierce was a Zogbot. He got $400,000. He was blackmailed. A lot. And so what he did, what he did is that, hey, they didn't make him testify at Fort Smith or anything like that. They just simply kept track of him, just like they did the Reverend Dr. Robert Millar of Elohim City. Anybody knew from the movement or outside would come in there and essentially they would go and look at him and they would watch him. Essentially, all it is is just simply sort of like a trailer park for poor white racist. You know, let's call it white trash. Now, I, don't, I don't like calling white people white trash, but a lot of them, it, even if it does fit. Because I sort of think is that usually the quote trash isn't really white. It's just wigger trash, panther trash, whatever. There's something about white people that is superior. And when it ends up getting mixed, it becomes less than superior. It becomes rather inferior. But hey, I was invited to go down to Elohim City, uh, what, July of 1996? Well, hey, by then I'd already, you know, I'd been so acquainted with Lewis Bean and Catch Elaine, and they knew all about Robert Millar. They knew it was a Zogbot. They knew there was no sense in me going down there, and I knew it too. I thanked him. I was very, you know, I mean, I was quite enough, you know, but I thanked him. That was nice enough. Leave it as it is. That's the same thing here. I mean, you should stay away from, you know, I mean, I looked at this Dennis McGiffin of the so-called New Order. He was just like Gillette. He was just a drunken, he was just a drunken, well, I think he's a manzer. Drinking Manzer was a Manzer kid who likes fucking nigger, you know, nigger chicks here, and has a nigger, has a nigger son he got paid for. So it's just McKibben's Manzer, nigger, grand nigglet. I'm going ahead and look at these critters, and they're pretending they're big and bad because they got motorcycles. No, folks, they're just retards. These people are not death assassins. They're not ninjas. They're not this. They're not that. They're just lying, drunken, anglo mestizo, ass clowns. So why are you hanging around them, John? 
don't you don't you feel any guilt if somebody goes around and then gets in trouble, gets put in jail? Wouldn't that bite on you? I mean, shoot, part of the reason I decided to be a pastor, well, part of it was to get out of being doped up, although that didn't work here. But, you know, one of it is don't get other people in trouble. Most of all, say that there, you know, whatever reason for a Church of Jesus Christ Christian or any nation, a real one, is to tell, is to tell people honestly that the only way to save our lives, the only way to save our lives and save Yahweh's servant nation, is to tell the white people. That is permissible. It is moral to kill regime criminals and their children. It is permissible and moral and necessary to kill pig lice and their children. I mean, you know, for, as far as lawyers are concerned, they're scum. This, this magistrate sort of thought, I need to hire a lawyer in order to defend my church against old nigger bogus lawsuit. What you should have done if you'd been a real judge or a real honest judge, you should have said, hey, you're practicing essentially what you're doing is you're doing the same thing he's accused you of. You are deliberately, deliberately claiming that your co-conspirator counter-defendants don't have to show up in front of this court, even though, you know, because they live so far away from you know, Ohio, and you're going to somebody else when you've lost this, you know, you lost the case fair level. No, no, he's claiming that Brian Real was a private figure. He's claiming that Brian Real still has a case from six years ago, even the law says statute of limitations is one year. He's going along with Brian Real's bullshit. Now, the thing needs to be done is I guess I need to spend some more church money and file a federal lawsuit in Ohio where Brian Real has all these cases that he's lost. Because, folks, any, any, any company with money realizes there's no point in dicking with corrupt local real state courts because, folks, the state courts are far more, you know, far more crooked than federal courts. They're worse than the federal courts because, hey, it's all together another layer of parasites and regime criminals you have to deal with. So essentially, be it Arbitron, be it National Rifle Association, be it this uh, Omega car care company, it gets it gets brought up to the federal level. I need to go ahead and look, but I wouldn't doubt that there's by now a dozen Brian Real federal lawsuits. And these be one filed in Ohio pretty well to where they look at this and say, guess what? Brian Real's committing perjury. Brian Real is essentially filing bogus litigation here and, you know, hey, I'm a sort of a union of defendants. But, you know, getting on here, the purpose of, you know, and, and by the way, I'm bringing up is that, hey, here's, here's William Fink. He knows Brian Real's a mongrel. Essentially, he is begging court Brian Real. He's begging Brian Real to help him out, keep him apprised of the case. 
Megan Brian Real to go ahead and draft Chairman Melissa's motions for him, which is unauthorized practice of law and a criminal conspiracy. Here's a character pretending to be a real Christian day. I'm going to listen to the last of his couple of sermons. Essentially, all it is is just claiming with Captain Senility that preterism and millennialism are the same thing. No. Millennialism is the belief that the millennium is in the future after a great tribulation. You can call it futurism, but you know, there's a reason that all the Protestant sects of Christianity claim millennialism. Because preterism was something created in 1615, 1619 by the Jesuits as a means of peacefully deceiving people, especially the more prosperous and the more Nordic and Aryan countries of England, Scotland, Scandinavia, northern Germany, North France, that the Roman Catholic Church had put Satan into the pit around 500. He got turned loose a thousand years. He started whispering Martin Luther's ear, and therefore, if you're rebelling against the Roman Catholic Church, you're rebelling against God's kingdom on earth. That's preterism. It didn't exist before 1615 or 1619. And that's what Saint preaches. He claims to be a historicist. He's claiming that the prophecy has been fulfilled in many ways. Well, no, it's not. He's talking before a dwindling group of Mongols. The purpose of a true dual seed line Christian identity church is to essentially point out is that when Moses, sometime between 1600 and 1550 B.C., was given the laws by Yahweh to give to the children of Israel, our ancestors, if you be of Yahweh's servant nation race. And essentially, you know, the holy days mirror the ongoing history. There's Christ's sacrifice represented by the Passover, getting out of sin, represented by the days of unleavened bread, the Pentecost, the founding of the new church. You gotta realize is that hey, that's right around you know there's the springtime festivals. We're supposed to have about two thousand years, and the feast of trumpets represent the great tribulation. The day of atonement represents the end of the great tribulation. Christ's return and putting Satan away into the pit. The thousand years represent you know the feast of tabernacles represent the millennium. And the last eighth great day represents Satan being turned loose and the vast majority of the surviving people, a lot of them who are Israel, who will be Israelites rebelling against Yahweh and being absolutely destroyed. And then the second coming, you know, the second resurrection and judgment day. So essentially, all this stuff here. Real Christianity is always pre-millennialist because now we are pre we are pre-tribulation. We're heading to into the great tribulation, and soon there will be, after seven years, there will be 
a millennium. And those who die in Yahweh will rule the first resurrection over the nations. Now, I'll grant I have some sort of wonder as to what Yahweh deems the nations. Are they all pure white, or is it just merely a matter to where even the animal people, even the mixed, you know, six-day beasts of the field sure have a chance, and therefore, when Satan is released, how quickly they turn. I have my doubts on that. Speaking, speaking of people who are not doing well, I listened in Saturday to Dewey Tucker's show, and his daughters were there, and I was wondering what happened to Dewey. And they were on the verge of tears. From my gather, Dewey had a heart attack on September 22nd. And last time I heard, Dewey was doing very well. He said, no, I didn't really have a heart attack. He must have something with my lungs. I said, Dewey was doing very good. Where's Dewey? Well, it seems like eight weeks after, you know, let's see, September, October, November, sometime around Thanksgiving, he had a stroke, a massive stroke. I'm like, yeah, Dewey's still alive, but he is very, 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 very weak, and he's not doing very well, and they don't expect him to live, and even worse, his wife, Brenda, she's failing too. She's failing too. She's sort of disoriented. She's sort of wasting away. And the feeling is is that both of them will be dead before February of next year. But in any case, uh, those of you who are of Yahweh, I'm going to ask for you to pray for Dewey Tucker. I really like Dewey. I do not agree in the resurrection. His is uh, quite a little bit not. I believe in the resurrection. I do not believe in reincarnation. And I believe I'm more than a Yahweh cabbage. Okay? That's said. That's said. You know, I really, you know, I really would ask those of you who are good to you know, pray that Yahweh's will, and I don't think Dewey would have a problem with that, but Yahweh's will be done. And that hopefully it'll be Yahweh's will that Dewey should grace us for another couple of years, and his wife, Brenda. Well, if Yahweh decides not to do that, then so be it. You know, I'm not altogether free will, free will but I, I, I'm a great deal free will. And I believe it's a mix here. So let's see what we're talking about. So anyway, that's you know that's what's going on. Uh, let's see uh, the anus MC. That's just a bunch of re- that's just a bunch of Mongol retards wanting to claim the Aryan nations. If SS John Gert were to croak off, they'd find somebody to go play Aryan nations. Now Billy Roper. Back to Tumper's Zogbots. He went from, you know, running around and being the smartest of the Zogbots under, you know, William Pierce. And Pierce was an intelligent man, but before my gallery, he was, a, he was a physical coward. He accepted the money, just like Trader Glenn Miller did. And, folks, I can understand uh, there's people who want to hide behind the order, like Gary Yarbrough. He was due to be released over a year and a half ago. 30 years, 
from 1984 was 19 what? 2014, and hey, Zog didn't keep their word. Zog never does. Essentially, Gary Yarbrough was not no great leader of the order. It was Robert Matthews, and there were two leaders of two factions. One was David Lane for the Wilderness, and the other was Bruce Pierce for the Christian Identity. And from what I gather, it wasn't David Lane that was the trigger man, it was Bruce Pierce. And David Lane was the wheel man, and so he used to go ahead and keep these two factions together of the order. Now, you raise your hand to Zog. Who can war with the beast here? You raise your hand to Zog before it is time you will be slapped down. Sure as shit here. You know, ask Dylan Stormroof, ask uh, Robert Drew, or, you know, Lewis Deer. Of course, both these people sort of knew that what they did would not end well, at least not for them. But the purpose, the purpose. You know, I'll grant the order did keep the spirit of resistance alive. And we have, every decade, we have somebody who does their best to keep the spirit of resistance against Sog Babylon. I think you always have resistance against Sog Babylon. Let's understand something. Sog Babylon is not in good shape. I was looking at Democrat debate. When was it? Wednesday night? Now listen, that evil bitch Hillary and that, you know, that sort of disheveled, disoriented Jew boy, Bernie Sanders. Now listen to this there little weasel. And every single one of these goofy bastards wanted to away with the Second Amendment. Well, guess what? Martin, you know, Martin, or whatever his name here. This goofy bastard wants to keep ordinary white people left in Maryland from having guns at the same time that the fucking niggers they're killing each other has rate has gone up by eighty two percent. Essentially nearly doubled. We expect here when even nigger pigs are in trouble because of some stupid nigger who tried to go ahead and injure himself and did a very good job of it and died. And they're going after even the nigger pigs of Baltimore. What Zog Babylon is trying to do is trying to destroy the white defenseless suburbs by putting in more fucking niggers. How How would they defend against Islamists? Terrorism. Well, folks, let's just let's just say here is that they've already figured out that over the last couple of years there has been over a hundred thousand Syrian, so-called Syrian refugees. Most of them young men. Now, it doesn't really matter because even some of them were women. That you know that that goofy packy bitch. You know she was more dangerous than even her bitch. Even her you know her. Uh, her nigger, sad nigger husband here, second generation. You know, the girly sad niggers can be, you know, as dangerous or more dangerous than the he sad niggers. 
Let's say that only 1% of them is dangerous. Well, guess what? That's over 1,000. It only takes two or three to go ahead and do the shit that got done at San Bernardino. Guess what? We're going to have a lot of this shit going on. Lots and lots and lots of this shit going on. Go ahead and make what Dylan Storm Roof or what, you know, Robert Lewis Gear did. Well, hey, far more. What's Hillary have to do? I mean, she went ahead and called Donald Trump a terrorist. Well, folks, Donald Trump should say, hey, oh, Hillary is the gun runner to ISIS. Because that's what that bitch did. This whole Benghazi shit. But because once they overthrown Gaddafi, the CIA wanted their guns and missiles back. And these ragheads didn't want to give them back. So they went ahead and murdered her faggot, gun-running ambassador, and his little butt boy and two Navy SEALs who are mercenaries. There's going to be more and more and more and more of this shit. And all the Democrats can think of is disarming white people. Disarming white people. Well, folks, I see the end of Zog coming soon. And folks, once once Zog gets disrupted here, essentially the the food supply, the power grid, everything goes wrong, and then you'll have starving niggers. You'll starving wiggers too. And things will turn to shit. And once things turn to shit to where the growing of agricultural business, agribusiness, once it gets disrupted, the whole entire world gets disrupted too. Folks, any so-called white nationalists or any so-called CIDentists world should go ahead, essentially don't do stupid shit, but rather say that it is acceptable to hate. It is acceptable to hate lawyers and judges and policemen and politicians and Whigger traitors. And once you go ahead and hate Whiggers, hating niggers, hating beaners, hating Jews, hating gooks, Is hey, just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. What I understand is that it is perfectly acceptable to hate and to want to go ahead and destroy the lives of those who want to destroy not only your life, but our entire people's lives. And so that is what we do. And, you know, finally, you know, finally for the monologue, I was looking at Wiggerswill. I mean, essentially, Wiggerswill has a history of being a cowardly Anglo mestizo who goes ahead and whoops up on females. I wish he'd slap that bitch April Gay more, but uh, for my Gary didn't here. Wiggerswill 
talks big shit, and now he's in trouble. He's run through his money from his crazy check. Nobody really wanted to live. From what I gather, the only one who wanted to live there was a 50-some-year-old heifer who had two daughters, and she did not want Kevin Alfred Strom moving in with her, even though probably her teenage daughters are a little bit old for Kevin Alfred Strom's taste. Besides, he has a 20-some-year-old girlfriend or a 19-year-old girlfriend or something like that. But still, she didn't like it. And from what I gather, we're just going to decide to just go ahead and choke the shit out of her. And probably her boyfriend, who was at the compound, overpowered Wiggerswill, and they kept him till the damn pig lice came by from the county seat. Everybody got a cell phone. And what happens is now Wiggerswill has a restraining order to where he's not allowed on the compound, so she's back to growing her vegetables and doing something. I mean, for my guess, the place is so fucked up. So, hey, it's just like corn cob wanting cards to move to East North Dakota. Folks, any quality white settlers. You know, I'm not talking, you know, I mean, you're better off, you're better off simply talking sense to native South Dakotans and maybe even North Dakotans because essentially South Dakotans do not like Indians at all. I was looking at the South Dakota, I was looking at the South Dakota thing here and, you know, the latest cases for the for the South Dakota United States Attorney is prosecuting drunken Indians. <laughs> well, same thing as it's always been, drunken Indians shooting and stabbing each other here. The last one was that they they gave a drunken Indian a year in jail for, you know, essentially uh, hitting one of his drunken buddies, you know, drunken Indian buddies on the reservation with a hatchet and then stabbing him in the face with a knife here. So he got one year in jail. <laughs> one year in jail and two years probation here, which is about par for the course for drunken Indian attacks here. I mean, nobody really gives a shit about drunken Indians. I mean, uh, white people don't go to, you know, white South Coast don't go there. So, hey, folks, you're better off just simply quietly, not showing your ass and saying, I don't really much care for these damn drunken Indians here. Well, everybody will agree with that. But, hey, you try to bring somebody from, say, Florida or Mississippi or Alabama to a South Dakota or a North Dakota winter, which I think is milder than South Dakota winter because especially it's a little bit further north, it's a little bit moister here rather than dry and cold. You try to you try to bring Southerners up to, say, South Dakota. You know, I, I like to tell people, I'm a Southerner, I'm from South Dakota. You try you try to go ahead and bring these people up here, especially especially dysfunctional so called white nationalists, you're not gonna get very far here. I mean, you could die in a blizzard. You could die freezing to death. It's just pretty cold up there. Now usually the natives here, they sort of know enough to sort of rope you know, have a rope walk here and they sort of know to bring their cows in, and they know how to go ahead and lay either haystacks or bales to where the cows will, you know, your cattle will go ahead and have shelter and water and food. People learn how to survive here, but it can be a very tough life up there. 
In some cases, what you want to do is that you don't have big old tall roofs here. The roofs are only eight feet or less here because, hey, it gets cold. It has to be insulated. And houses up there are very well insulated. And the smartest thing to do is that every single one of them has a basement because, hey, that's you know that's the warmest place here, you know, below the six foot frost line. But hey, how many people did you know did a corn cob get to move into a shithole in want to be corn cobville? Nobody. Same thing with winter, winter squirrel. Nobody really wants to move. They go in there and they see what a rat hole it's turned out to be. And they talk big shit here, and then they get there, and oh, my God, what a shithole. And they leave. Folks from National Alliance, I mean, Eric Levy really ripped the place off, and he was meant to rip the place off. Here's Wiggerswell. He just wants to hump his latest old Russian bride, sort of like old Pierce did. He wants to stay in his little homemade cabin in Tennessee here and have his uh, you know pet chumo, Kevin Alfred Strom, you know, in his barn, yapping shit. Nobody wants to go and live on the compound or the farm or whatever. Pierce liked it. Pierce, for all his faults here, was a very good businessman. He was a very intelligent man. But hey, rural living requires work. And if you're not willing to work, essentially, maybe you ought to go ahead and find some place in the suburbs or in town or whatever. And your best bet is just simply keep your mouth shut and not cause trouble for the fucking neighbors. You want to have the neighbors where, yeah, he's a white supremacist, but, you know, he don't bother me none. He's a good neighbor. He don't bother me none. And leave it at that. So anyway, folks, I'm going to look at the chat room, and I will be back in about five minutes. Uh, the de- you know, what you do is you go to Lake County. You want to look at the database. Go to Lake County. Look up the court records. You'll have a little capture with three letters. You go ahead and you look at 30, you know, 31 lawsuits. I'm number 27, 1590. Okay? That's where you go to. Marty has Bible tard crap. Yeah, right. Dewey hated you, Marty? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> what happened, you know, Brucifer? I think Brucifer is locked up in the house. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and unmute Marty Chomo, but I'm going to expect Marty Chomo to essentially bow out here and give himself a, you know, give himself a real self-imposed abortion. Okay. Lindell's bagel. Oh, Lindell's bagels have a... 
I do. <laughs> oh, yes, guy here. I bet Giant Tonto was in there. Giant Tonto, if you're in here, you need to work. Don't rely on nigger lips to uh, write your uh, lawsuit or your answer for you. I'll probably give it in there two or three days, and I'll file for a default judgment against, uh, you know, uh, Captain Sonology, Tonto, uh, who else here? The rest of the tars. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and take a, uh, I'm going to go ahead and zog big scissors. <laughs> Kevin Alfred Sperm here. All righty. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a break here. And uh, Marty Shomo, you need to you need to uh, stifle yourself here uh, before the before the next uh, installment of Moment Turn. So for about three four minutes, elevator.
Yes, I admit we got a wigger problem. Wigger's always on my mind. Why they run to and fro. The wiggers you'll never find. Yes, I admit we got a wigger problem. They only drop up to the top. The way they run to a bow. And they're always eating slop. I wake up and right away. Stupid wiggers come to mind. The way they run to a bow. Stupid wiggers you'll never find. Yes, I am. We got a wigger problem. Wigger's always on my mind. The way they went to and fro. Just the wigger you'll never find. Yes, I admit we got a wigger problem. Fill the drop up to the top. 
the way they want to go. And they're always eating slop. I am back. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, uh, Mark Chomo, you want to log out? 30, 29, Okay, well, no. You know, without much further ado. <laughs> okay. You know, the little critter, he'll, he'll, he'll be back here. and I'll go ahead and unmute it if it hangs around here. It's obviously a Nimbus retard. No shortage of them here, though. Okay, let's see. Uh, it, it, the rhetoric... The rhetoric is really he- heating up here. Old Hillary was claiming that old Darryl, you know, Donald Trump is the biggest is the biggest ISIS recruiter. No, he's not. Hillary and the Democrats, the left, are the biggest ISIS recruiters. Folks, let me just tell you here: this ISIS problem, at least in this country, would be over with real quick here. You know, after San Bernardino, what the shit does, just took the carcasses of them two ragheads, male and female, and fed them to the pigs along with the carcass, you know, a living carcass of the baby raghead, fed it to the pigs too. That would end this shit. The invasion, the invasion of Europe by ragheads, you know, 80% of them, which are young men of military age. You know, I, I already said, what, last September? Or got real bad, how to cure it? I mean, just simply draw a line, you know, open the fence here, and then got shoot about the first couple hundred of them. 
And that would end the shit. That would end the shit real quick. There's nothing for you in Europe except death. That's how you end the Beaner invasion. You have 30 days to leave the country. What happens is that, hey, there will be, you know, if you have to sell your, you've been here for, what, 20, 30 years, you have a farm, whatever, I mean, the government will buy it. Give you plenty of money to get back to Mexico or Guatemala or wherever the hell you come from. And for those who claim, oh, no, we need the Mexican or Guatemala or Honduran labor. And folks, I don't, you know, I don't mind. I mean, sure, just like corporate America, pay the prevailing wage. No, twice the prevailing wage. They really need their labor. And it's essentially force, you know, Tyson Foods. I don't know how to solve that problem here. Just put them up in... You know, three-story barracks, segregated. You know, no little pregnant beaners allowed here. There's not going to be any little anchor or anvil babies. And they work for, what, oh, 60 days, 90 days? They get paid the same wage as an American. You know, they at least get minimum wage and then some. You know, how, how about $10 an hour? They'll be paid $10 an hour, but guess what? Don Tyson and the rest here would pay 15 of which at least five of it would go to essentially pay taxes here to cut down the national debt. And guess what? There's not going to be any, you know, there's not going to be free life support. There's not going to be anything for them. Nothing for these creatures at all. So, you know, the problem could be solved. If you're worried about oil, we could use we could use coal to create thorium salts, burn plenty of coal, and use that coal, you know, use that you know, use that liquid liquid thorium salt reactor to create all the gasoline and diesel fuel you need here, particularly in places like Illinois. All these problems could be solved, but there has to be the determination to do it. And the last enjoy the wages a week. They're stupid, and that's not going to be solved. Instead, there's going to be a collapse. It's meant to be a collapse. It is essentially it's the spot of Satan, the Jews. Crews like William Fink, Hugh, Eli James, and Brian Rio, serpent seed mongols who do evil. Wherever they come, they create evil and chaos. There's no order there. There's no interest in order. So how do we solve this? Well, my solution is going to be well, essentially, destroying the current, the current government. And folks, you know, we mean destroy the current government. Is it too powerful for us? I say yes, it is right now. Most chaotic. It's not in good shape. 
it can and will be destroyed. It is falling apart right now. Until we get, until we get, and this is what I'm trying to talk to, I'm trying to talk to the warlords among you, and most of you just seem about some tarts, okay? Anyway, my puppy dog, he, uh, you know, he came in here. All right, jump up, jump up. Okay, oh, daddy got you a mouse today, and you got to kill it, didn't you? Black mouse. You know, he got, uh, he was, uh, he's been well fat here. So, where am I at here? <laughs> okay, here. Let's see. Uh, there is, you know, what do you mean after show here? Siegfried said Poopy Dog is dead. Well, the, the four-legged one is sitting on my lap right now here with a wet nose. Aren't you a little black bastard, huh? Aren't you? You're a happy hound? Hmm? Two-legged one is doing okay, too, I think. So, any case, where was I here? I don't know, this little black mouse remains to find ticks even in wintertime here. Well, it ain't quite wintertime yet. It's going to be wintertime, what, tomorrow, the day after? It's the 20th. Tomorrow, it's the start of wintertime, I guess. Let's see. Poor, poor, she's in your Okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's see. What else to talk about? What's the, okay, what's the guy base? Go to Lake, you know, Google in Lake County, Ohio. Go to the court section. Then you go to the court section. And you'll have a cap. You'll have a three-letter captcha, and you type in. You type in whatever you need to type in here. You type in Rio, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, and I am no lawsuit number twenty-seven to thirty-one. I'm on the second page. All right. Jeff Stakes here. Uh, okay. Last week, with old Ryan, you know, with old Ryan Ryan, Paul Ryan, Ryan Ryan, I can call him here, old Mittens, little vice president, nominate, nominee, as Speaker of the House, went ahead and passed, went ahead and passed everything Democrats wanted. Everything Obama wanted, quadrupling the number of H-1B visas. They did everything. They did everything that essentially the Democrats wanted as well. 
what's the purpose of worrying about electing Republicans where essentially they do the same damn thing that the Democrats want them to do? Let's see here. Congress passes $1.8 trillion omnibus spending bill. Let me go ahead and give the link here. Now, old cut hair walrus is talking real good stuff about Jews, like this Jew doctor that discovered the cure for pellagra. Anyway, supposedly the conservatives, Congress passed a $1.8 omnibus study bill, and folks, Republicans passed it, including my so-called Missouri senator, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, uh, Roy Blunt, Skunk Blunt. What happens is that the Republican Congress funded Planned Parenthood after all the horrific videos about them selling body parts, a four-folding increase in H2B visas, so essentially bringing in packies and the rest here, to take away science, technology, engineering, and mathematic majors, a refugee resettlement program, sanctuary citizens, tax credits for illegal aliens, at least 170,000 green card refugee and asylum approvals for migrants from Muslim countries over just the next 12 months. Precisely far from just being 10,000, they're talking about 170,000 for bringing them in. Now, my little Congress critter, this buffoon Billy Long, voted against it. And by the way, that evil Democrat, you know, liberal bitch. Claire McCaskill, she voted against it. It's a hell of a deal. I mean, shoot, there ain't really much difference between Republicans and Democrats, now is there? When it comes down to it. No difference at all. Well, should anybody be surprised that these evil people do this shit here? Well, sounds like, uh, sounds like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ann Coulter and Phyllis Shapley, even though she had a faggot son, she said Donald Trump is last hope for America. She called passing that one point, she says 1.1, but it says they called betrayal. Okay. Donald Trump put out a statement Friday to ABC News saying, if anyone needs more evidence of why the American people are suffering at the hands of their own government, look no further than the budget deal announced by Speaker Lion Ryan. In order to avoid a government shutdown, a cowardly threat from an incompetent president, the elected Republicans in Congress threw him a towel and showed absolutely no budget discipline. Folks, he's right. You know why people like Trump? You know, I, I don't all dare trust him. But Donald Trump says, 
but the vast majority of white Americans thinking and don't dare say. He says what a lot of people think. Now, I don't think he goes far enough here. I, I would <laughs> I would go farther than Trump, of course, but hey, he dares to go further than all these other worthless pieces of shit dare go. Folks, this form of government, republic, I mean, a Republican form of government, represents democracy. It's more degenerate, far more degenerate than what? Far more degenerate than uh, so-called uh, democracy. Because at least with democracy, the people get to vote, and therefore they are held responsible, supposedly, for how they vote. But when you elect or select a so-called, a so-called uh, what, representative like Roy Blunt or any of the other ones here, they don't represent you. They don't care for you. They have to screw you. Hmm? Oh, by the way, you know, guess number eight is right here. Old country air walrus, a.k.a. Brad Griffin. I don't know what the hell. He, he's honoring these Jews here. Like Jonas Salk and this uh, one who discovered the so-called cure for pellagra in poor southern whites. Essentially, what happens is that they de-germed this corn, and when they de-germed the corn, they took they took out most of the vitamins and essentially left nothing but starch. You know, when you leave nothing but starch here, well, you're not leaving you're not leaving the you know, you're not leaving the rest of the stuff that you really need here. Now, potatoes have a you know, have enough. Where they will, you know, give vitamins and the rest here. They're mainly water, you know, and they have a lot of starch on them. I'll grant you that. So does wheat bread. There's more protein. There's lots of starch. What happens is that this white or yellow corn, once it was de-germed, why? Hey, it didn't have very much nutrition at all. That's why you see a lot of people, you know, including like Roxy. They eat too many carbs here. Now, I've been cutting her carbs down quite a bit. And tonight here, she had, well, you know, she had uh, beans, which have as much protein as, you know, have as much protein as beef steak. Beans, you know, beans can be fairly good for you. I wouldn't want to eat them all the time here, but beans can be tasty. You know, and uh, she felt like some warm beans, so I might cook some. Anyway, uh, where was I? Where was Braun? <laughs> where was Braun? Yes, he came from northern Germany, really. 
corn is holding you. <laughs> okay, where else I at you? Talking about conservatives here. I'm, I'm really going to go ahead and talk about more than the bowel movement here. Wiggerswell, let me see. Let me let me find that thing about Wiggerswell. They went ahead and you know uh, enhanced it here. Where is old? Where is the talk about old Wiggerswell? Chaos at the old comps at the compound here. Well, they've had that, you know, Kirkwood bit. Essentially, they really covered, you know, they really covered old Wiggerswell quite a bit, you know, beating his humps. I call him Buffalo Wiggerswell because he just loves beating his humps here. Let's see. Oh, it says he's openly mocked on sperm fart. So essentially, they're letting they're letting old Wiggerswell get a hard, you know, have a hard time over on sperm fart. I'll believe it when I see it. Poor Wiggerswell, <laughs> he's being mocked on sperm fart. <laughs> I did go ahead and look over at Four Fags and Thieves and see uh, how Wiggerswell is doing over there. <laughs> Let me go over. Let me go over to Four Fags Steve and see how uh, what you're supposed to go over there here. Let's see. Okay. Oh, sperm fart. Sperm fart. Okay. I created another sock puppet over at sperm fart, but I don't remember what 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 the, what the thing is here. I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about. Uh, they had a new. They had a new version of of Star Wars. Of Star Wars and uh, pretty much over on. You know, I mean the the far the the farce awakens here. And essentially, from Gary, from my Gary, it was not a very good show. It was just simply a derivative. It was done by a Jew. Named uh, Abramson or something like that, or Abrams or something like that. I mean, for my guy, it really sucked. You know, it's not very good at all. But we're all far here. Let's see, what the hell names I use? What I use here? It's blowing like crazy out there. Okay. Oh hell, damn! Oh my, Toshiba number one died of heat. See what else? These posts here about Wiggerswell. <laughs> Alrighty.
I don't know what's going on. Let's see what's going on at four fag seeds here. Let's see if let's see if Wiggerswill is making it over there. I'm looking. Wiggerswell. Okay, Wiggerswell. Okay. <laughs> I got a laugh old Wiggerswell. He gets uh yeah, he gets some you know, he got into mischief here. All righty. Let's see what the Nargers have to say. Let's see. <laughs> the Nargers here. Okay. Nargers. Okay, let's see what in a the Nargers. Let's see what the Nargers have. National Alliance Report Restoration. Let's see what the Nargers have to say. I'm really curious what the Nargers have to say. <laughs> okay, Wiggerswell. They have a picture of Wiggerswell wearing a, you know, wearing an orange, wearing an orange jumpsuit, <laughs> a carrot suit here. All righty. Okay. The uh Nargers here. <laughs> All right. In terms of he's banned. Oh, by the way, it says Kevin Straw, the National Alliance Media Director, he's also banned for traveling by the West Virginia Department of Zoglandic you know, Security. So, uh, so yeah, is he banned? Yep, he's banned. Let's see. He's on bail, trying to go to trial. Let's see. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Well, the Menarders, the Menarders, while they're paying attention to what the Southern Poverty Law Center had to say about that, you know, about him. So here. Kevin Alfred Strom and <laughs> essentially this female who has no reason to like old Wiggerswell is the only you know, him and her, her boyfriend probably, you know, the one who uh saved her from being beat by uh Let's see, it's me, Nicholas <laughs> Bojan here. Well, Marty Chomo uh, should have headed uh, out here. Poor old critter here. Uh, European Godzilla, welcome. Uh, <laughs> old uh, Finkelsheeny, old Fink, and Melissa are in trouble here. Those old nigger lips for essentially drafting up Drafting up their motion to dismiss. <laughs> you know that little that little sort of feminine sounding judge here. You know, even you know, didn't, didn't, you probably should have just simply gone ahead and dismissed the case. In fact, you know, you know, probably probably I should just go ahead and file a motion for dismissal because you know I I got a let I got a letter that. You know, Brian Real was gloating about how he had defeated my attempts to serve, serve his daddy. And I got a letter Saturday from uh, oh, Lake County Court here. But anyway, old uh, old Negro Lips was sort of caught here. And he went ahead and says that Fink wanted him to uh, Fink wanted him to keep him in touch with what was going on in Lake County. Well, I haven't keep it. I I did keep somewhat. I mean, you know, they can go ahead and get the records here, and essentially, since they're now joined to this lawsuit, you know, I have to send them. And Niggerlitz was supposed to go ahead and send a copy of everything he goes ahead and files. What he did is he actually drafted. He actually drafted this motion. I think probably prove it here. So Niggerlitz is going to be facing what unauthorized practice of law. Not to mention criminal conspiracy charges. So, in any case, uh, European Turkzilla is Albanian. I've heard he is a Croat or something like that here. And by the way, I'm not you know I'm not really mean. I'm not really mean here. I mean European Godzilla. Uh, you know, I mean enjoy the uh, predator, you know, papist preterism with uh, with old Rabbi Frank here. I mean, shoot, other than some nimbus retards. You know, pretty well, pretty well, Fink. Fink's little guest, you know, Fink's little listenership on talks to you, on talks to you is going down here. Now, I'm quite sure as I detect some more of them here and start adding their names to the lawsuit, well, hey, they'll be running for the hills, too. <laughs> so, okay, here. Brian, where are you? I have no idea. Uh... He's talking about old Ford brethren, a.k.a. old nigger lips, the Manzer from Mentor, a.k.a. Brian Rio. So, where was I? I need to change channels here. I'm looking I'm looking at a Bruce Lee film here. They finished up with, 
you know, entering the Badlands pretty soon, pretty soon ago. Okay. Oh, Las Vegas pedestrian accident. I have no idea what the hell that's about here. Did they run over Donald Trump? Pedestrians were hit. Mike Ayers, somebody's run over a bunch of pedestrians in Las Vegas. Now, folks, uh, some people think a gun is a dangerous weapon. Hey, a a vehicle, SUV, or whatever, plowing in people can kill a bunch of people, too. I mean, hey, you have, have, uh, what, an average of a little bit over one mass shooting per day nowadays in the Zogland? You're going to have more. You're going to have more. In the year coming up, we're going to have a lot more Albanian mafia. Well, them, you know, them Albanians are sort of dusky little critters here. They've been, they've been, uh, they've got a lot of Turkic input. So they became all Muslims, you know. <laughs> so hey, you, you have some who are still white issue, and maybe, you know, I, I would say European Godzilla is whiter than some Ben Packy Shanks. Of course, I ain't saying much here. He's probably whiter. You know, what was funny here is uh, I was trying to tell this magistrate role that Brian Rio, uh, he used to pretend to be a white supremacist here. He said, oh, I looked at him. He looks okay to me. I said, did you look at his lips? And the little nigger lips had to laugh. Ah! It was, it was funny here. I said, did you look at his lips? And I guess I guess Magistrate Roll got tired of dealing with my racist ass here because he pretty well shut things down. But old nigger lips guys asked, you know, nigger lips is claiming he's going to come down to Newton County. He's been talking to the Newton County Sheriff about what a big terrorist I am and criminal I am. And he's been talking to the Granby Phone Company uh, as well here. I need to trash out the Granby Phone Company as well. I mean, folks, the Granby Phone Company essentially – has been underdone by, you know, the cable company and underdone by Skype and underdone by cell phones. You know, when this bitch, Maggie Bell bitch butts got me booted off the Granby Internet from dial-up, I essentially told Roxy, hey, hey, we're, you know, I mean, we're going to buy a cell phone. We bought our first cell phone. You know, pretty well the you know uh pretty well in October two thousand and one. And Roxy got a uh card in the mail here saying congratulations, you've been a steady customer of US Cellular for what? Oh for fourteen years. And she is here. You know, I'm trying to convince her to buy a beaner phone because essentially uh, the phone that I have and that Roxy has is the same sort of phone, same sort of Samsung flip-up beaner phone. Flip-up cheap beaner phone. Just flip-up beaner phone. You know, I, I don't believe in having a phone that's smarter than me. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're, you're being sort of mean to Well, hell, them busters always beat each other here. They're sort of like you. 
If it wasn't for us going over here, then damn Jews would be killing each other here. And essentially, they would be playing Schindler's List with each other. <laughs> so the Grammy Phone Company, I mean, Roxy still has a landline. You know, this Judge Roll was saying, if it's any truth to speak of, it has a fax machine. Yeah, I have, I have a fax machine, but you don't think I keep the thing hooked in all the time here. No, get out of there. We'll get rid of this last mouse, and you'll get to get it. You got to kill a mouse today. Get out of there, little bastard. Little bastard here in the last place upstairs for mouses to live in, which is my computer room. No, my computer room is the last bastion. Is the last bastion for places for mouses to run wild in. Uh, pretty well. Pretty well, I went to the pile and got rid of the one pile two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, and tonight I got rid of another pile and uh, pretty much uh, through, you know, the, you know, these mouses, they like flour, they like donuts, they like this, they like that, they like mashed potatoes, they like all sorts of stuff here. You know, now down at the hubble, down at the hubble between rats and raccoons here, why, hey, you know, I mean, essentially, I, uh, I've i taken a full bag of trash, you know, once a week here. And last Friday, you know, they, I, I got I got ahead and got an actual plastic trash can. And Friday, they were just going by, just cruising by here. The Waste Company of America, it, it just went ahead and reached out a little arm and a clamp, and it just clamped around that plastic you know, 96-gallon trash pet can, and just flipped it up and just dumped it, just, just, you know, almost on a run here. I mean, just on a run here. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to wheel out that trash can for Friday pickup here, and it came by around 2 o'clock and just, just ran by and flipped it up, neat as you can please here, and then just put it back down, neat as you can please here. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, was European Gazelle in there? Okay, I see another tart here. Yeah, well. <laughs> okay, well, European Gazelle, you won't call back in. Call back in here. You know. I mean, the critter the critter is a good deal like, who, who the hell is this other retard here? You, you used to have Jeremy Visser, the pistol possum, used to, Play that game with me. The pistol possum. It would depend. You know, it would depend on what, on what it was smoking this bong. Sometimes, sometimes what it was smoking. This was what. Around this time, what five years ago, 2010. You already admit it was a red nigger. Uh, essentially, uh, old Bridget the Idiot was up in Washington State. Poor old Jeremy, he was around. Uh, he was around Atlanta, and the old pisser possum, the old pisser possum, was essentially without a little pisser possum was here before that belonged to it. Before you know, Bridget the Idiot got knocked up by a Jew boy named Juice Stan here in Seattle. And poor old Jeremy was, you know, he was all by himself here in the double wide in Griffin, Georgia. And he would call in, he would call in, and sometimes he was mellow from drinking the bong water. 
you know, from uh, you know, from uh, nigger weed provided by the Rasto TB Mellow when he was you know, when he was smoking the bong water or drinking the bong water, you know, from the weed here. But he'd get all hyper here. He'd get all mad and hyper here when he was when he was uh, drinking the meth bong water. <laughs> okay, here. Let's see. Okay. Lana Man took down her Facebook. Well, okay. That's fine. Millennialism here. Well, folks, uh, real Chris Nadanti, and most parts, is, is a millennialist. Okay? Pre-millennialist. Well, really, that's what we are, pre-millennialist. But essentially, uh, where you where you got this stuff is from? Where you got this stuff in here? We'll physically return to Earth before the millennium. And premillennialism is essentially is predicted by the Day of Atonement, you know, which ends the essentially the Day of Trumpets here, which you know represents the Great Tribulation. And so then Christ returns, and there's bloodshed. Uh, as high as a horse's, horse's bridle, it's, it's predicted in Revelation chapter 14 and Revelation chapter 19. And then Revelation chapter 20 begins with a bang to where the dead in Christ here and the saints are essentially made kings and priests. I think it's put in the pit for a thousand years. Now, when Rabbi Fink first came in, St. Hughes claimed the the Hitler was the Archangel Michael. I only said that stupid shit for five years. But essentially, the big fight we had was in October, and I called Fink and Eli James. I called Papist Preterist. Essentially, now Fink is revisiting the stuff that you know he wanted to ignore for, what, five years? Fink, Fink is not a millennialist. He is a preterist. Now, he calls him a preterist who gets caught calls himself a historicist because he wants to pretend he's a historian here. He'll yap shit about how, oh, he doesn't know when Homer lived. He doesn't know when Hesiod lives. He doesn't know when Herodotus lived. He talks about Bidulus, Siculus, and Strabo, who lived in the first century B.C. and A.D., and Tacitus, who lived in the first and second Versus second centuries AD. Does that mean something? And no, it doesn't. I mean, Tacitus, you know, Tacitus was born 56, that's what, oh, 20 some years after Christ was crucified? 25 years after Christ was crucified? What does what he has to say of any relevance to those who are Christian? The answer is nothing. Okay? Premillennialism is based upon a literal interpretation of Revelation 20, verse 1 through 6 in the New Testament. He comes you know, he at the end of the apocalyptic period of tribulation. And that's what Christ told his disciples here, that there would be a great tribulation such as never was and never shall be. If you are, I mean, folks, even the Roman Catholic believers and the Orthodoxers, they were all premillennials. It was only it was only when these Jews called the Jesuits, 
who got into uh, into uh, Catholicism because they supposedly converted. Thanks, 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 a crypto Jew. He's related to Jews on his daddy and his mother's side. He's related to Mark Patak. Same way with Clifton Emmerheiser. He come in. He come in, and I found out that the one who mistranscribed Bertrand Compare was the secretary, Gene Snyder. But here comes here comes Captain Sanilke Emmerheiser, and he goes ahead and he adds some more shit here to it. He doesn't agree with Compare's six-day beast and field. Didn't agree with it at all. Essentially, now there is no actually no devil. Well, the devils, the Jews, the the Antichrist is the Jews, I think. You know, I mean, you know, if, if you want to believe in no devil, you know, you want to have smoother no devil, shoot, just go ahead and follow Dave Barley and Ted Wheeland. Okay, I'm looking at what some of the stuff here. But anyway, premillennialism is Protestantism. Essentially, dual seed line Chris Sandini is premillennial. Okay. Brother Don Arian. Yeah, Brother Don Arian took my own picture. You know what I mean? Took my own picture. Uh, That was, when was that? That was done, I think, what, over two years ago uh, over at JJ's Restaurant. So, I mean, uh, I voted in Newton County here. I was real proud of that. And Brother Don Arian, why hell, he's a He's essentially a shit-colored mongrel. I don't see him talking too much about Fink anymore. I guess number 27 is right, Tonto. Hey, Tonto, if you're in here, uh, don't wait for old nigger lips to write you a, uh, you know, write you a uh, response. But you're supposed to have a response pretty soon here. I might go after a default judgment against Tonto. Let's see. Okay. Well, I think I'm pretty well. I think in two hours I'm pretty well said by everything I want to say here. Is there anything else here? You know. You know, Donor Adelson here, he doesn't want to fight with Trump. The Nargers. The Nargers, let me see. Do a search. 
Someone said that Rabbi Linder had come up with uh, a new podcast here. Well, I hope so here. Let's see. Let's see if Four Face sees anything to say about Wiggers' uh, will. Okay. Talk too much about where you're still over four or five seeds here. Okay. Different one here. Different than where you're still. Okay. Oh, hell. Sperm fart. Sperm fart is sort of closed to non-members right now. Hell of a deal. Poor sperm fart. Don't mate with noggers. <laughs> that's why I call them. That's why I call them National Alliance Reform and Restoration. I call them noggers. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Papa Cat can sometimes be clever. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and we will be back. Hail Victory.
Some dog named Hal is up the fibbies were his pal. So he went ahead and made a deal to stand. But he threatened judges three and jury slapped old Hal's feet. So Hal's gonna be my dick quicker bitch. So fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. If you don't obey the dirty juice command, so fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebellion while you can. Long ago, a rat named Glenn ran his comrades over again. But Zog gave him a bag full of Zog box. A little Guido left his bus, picked two tickles and cocksucks. The colostomy bag's name is the NM. Zog fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up if you don't obey the dirty juice command. So fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebellion while you can. I used to know a pop named Mister, a doofus, scooby little pisser, who was going after my blood lion ride. Among the niggles molester, officials about them chester. Not a single one of them was very bright. So I'll go fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. If you don't obey the dirty juice command, so I'll fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebellion while you can. Okay, well, I can't see the little critters supposed picture here. Uh, folks, I've seen a picture of, quote, Ezra Pound, and this was just another Anglo Mestizo. The critter went ahead. Yeah, now you have Serata Prom from Manzer, a.k.a. Alan Rouse here. That critter, that critter from my gear is not only a mongrel, but supposedly had, you know, had a relation, sexual relationships with uh, nigger women and had a bunch of niggers by her. Uh, think, hey, had Brian Real, had uh, Victor Switzer, had, let me see, who else here? Uh, still has uh, Savannah Packy Shanks. I don't know if they did a show. Uh, with Sven Packy Shanks uh, today or not? I don't really know. Uh, probably Wolf with Wailing Wolfstein had another show. Uh, folks, you just have nothing but Zogbots. Really nothing but Zogbots. Wiggers and Mamzers and Jew Boys, oh my. And this one from Bow Moving to Mars. Certainly in CI Destry. Now, folks. There's some people say, well, Martin is advocating violence. Martin is advocating terrorism. Martin is advocating killing, you know, especially innocent Uyghur children. Well, well, folks, I'm saying that it's going to happen. Regardless of whether we like it or not or don't like it or anything. When you go look, you know, and Donald Trump has been, you know, I, I listened to him, I think it was Wednesday night. He was making sense. He was saying, guess what? What do we got for all these wars? 
that uh, Jeb's idiot brother got us into. What do you guys show for it? Thousands of our own troops killed. Five or six trillion dollars wasted. We have a poor country. We have decaying and declining infrastructure. What was accomplished by these wars? Nothing. Vladimir Putin says that Donald Trump is the only one who seems to have any sense. Donald Trump agrees. Donald Trump is saying, well, guess what? If Russia, if Russia wished to go ahead and fight ISIS, fine by that. But the truth of the matter is, you know, here's, here's Hillary Clinton. That evil bitch is chipping out. And Donald Trump, you know, claiming that Donald Trump is the biggest, is the biggest promoter of ISIS. No, he isn't. He just simply says, truthfully, and said, hey, keep these creatures out of this country. These people, these evil creatures here, these, these messed up mongrels, they hate us. Why would you let them into this country? Who cares if they hate us? If we are minding our own business, not get involved in the Middle East and simply let, you know, essentially let these crusader Jews fight on their own against the ragheads, the ragheads would eventually overwhelm them. That'd be the end of that shit. And probably they'd be a whole lot meaner to these damn Jews than Adolf Hitler or even Joseph Stalin was. The folks is Arab Spring, all the stuff here which has gone on. Hey, you have far more of these sand niggers than are able to feed themselves. Far more than they are able to feed themselves. So like Egypt. Eighty million of these creatures, you know, brown like Brian Rio, whatever. You know, about the same color as then Packy Shanks and probably European Godzilla. Eighty million of them. In countries where only about forty five, maybe fifty million tops is able to be fed. What are you going to see when you end up seeing collapse? Folks, we're heading towards collapse here. Folks, by raising the prime interest rate from 0.15% or 0.15% to 0.25% or 0.15% to 0.25%, essentially what they did is they made borrowing more expensive. And a lot of these places companies are borrowed out. All together, borrowed out. And what they need is they need Republicans, you know, to go ahead and bring in, what, four times as many H-1B? Go ahead and create 170,000? Folks, Donald Trump is saying is the exact opposite of what the so-called Republican Congress did. And, folks, I really wouldn't mind if between Hillary I mean, there was a bunch of bitching here about Bernie Sanders essentially fighting, you know, because they looked at the database or whatever. Folks, everybody's able to read Hillary's emails, the chinks, the Serbs, the Russians, whoever. Everybody except regular Americans. 
There's no real security at all. As a result, we have a whole bunch of mongrel Trojan horses running around. Folks, what happens when the electric, you know, the electric company goes out? Electricity goes off. Do most people know how to grow their own food, grow their own vegetables? No. Folks, it's going to be a hell of a time coming up. A hell of a time. What to do? Well, the answer is that you should be more efficient and know how to take care of yourself. And not be surprised when things go awry. Because they will. Things are not in good shape. And things are going to get worse next year. Much, 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 much worse. It doesn't matter, the stupid bitch Hillary, she's yapping, you know, along with all the rest of the Democrats. Here's a stupid Democrat governor who essentially I think was one of the ones who set up Uncle Tom's dog pig as a so called nut house pig. He's incompetent. He's an idiot. These niggers are running wild. And he doesn't know what to do. I mean, their idea is to go ahead and let the niggers out and let them vote in their elections here. And somehow, white Americans are supposed to put up with that shit. Well, I don't know why. Soon enough, it's going to get to a time when, hey, who cares? What they do in Washington? Who cares what they vote? Who cares what they do? These people are just out to suck out what little life remains. And I'm looking, I'm looking at, you know, here's a, you know, here's a shit-colored nigger, you know, you know, nigger like Brian Real trying to steal from me. And here is this fat, you know, here's this probably fat faggot of a magistrate who's going to allow him and essentially allow him to do whatever he wants to. Look, there is no law. There's nothing. There's no stability, there's no chaos. So essentially, rather than have someone like Dr. Kevin McDonald or David Duck or whatever support of this American Freedom Party and these CIA tards and these little dog pigs like Uncle Tom Bowie, why bother? Why bother? Looks rather what you should do understand that things are not going very well. They're going to continue to get worse. I want you to listen to, quote, stormfront tards or anybody else, Jews like Linder, or anybody else telling you a bunch of nonsense, a bunch of nonsense which isn't going to work. All right? So, anyway, uh, was the around? Well, that's about the size of it here. Drunken Indians playing Nazi. Well, Marty does think a lot of you, you know, tarts are pretty stupid. 
folks, anyone who's a real white nationalist should be urging you not to whine like a pussy about genocide and all this other stuff here, which is essentially all David Duck and the rest can sell you. Whining. What you should do is you should work on protecting yourself, protecting your family and your friends. Not having respect for the pigs, not having respect for the lawyers, not having respect for the judges, having nothing but contempt for these people, for these creatures. That's what you should do. What you should do is work on saving yourself here. Now, may I do cause trouble as much as I can for Zod Babylon. And it might come back to bite me in the ass here. Basically, what I've been thinking of doing is essentially, oh, always escalate an argument. Always escalate a fight. Go ahead and point out that there is no solution other than civil war. Looks anybody who claims to be a white nationalist or a Christian identity, they believe it should look forward to the Great Tribulation, should look forward to this matter getting settled. Because for you personally, everything leads to the grave. Everything leads to where all these days you're not going to be around. What we see today is society Corrupt, evil, vicious. Essentially, you know, not being able to right itself and to sustain itself. Folks, a essentially a empire which is not able to whip ten thousand goat herders and part time freedom fighters in Iraq or Afghanistan. You know, I was listening to old uh, Chris Christie. He was talking about a no-fly zone and shooting down Russian warplanes. You goofy bastard. You know, Zod wasn't able to whip the Iraqis or the Afghanis. How are they going to go ahead and whip the Russians in their own damn back door? They're not. You have to laugh at these delusional tarts. In case so, folks, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. Uh, I tried to give good warning. I sent out an email. I put it on Twitter. I went ahead and put it on Facebook. The show was running a little bit late, but not too late. I did cover, you know, idiot, you know that idiot Billy Roper, you know, back to Tumper's Ogbots. He's running around with Paul, you know, Mowat. A criminal to accomplish what? Nothing. Billy Roper doesn't know very much about Christian identity, and Paul Mullet knows even less. Most glad sort of falling out. You end up having you know, old John Gert, SS John. He's just using his name. He's 
Pastor Butler's nephew here with with Colette and now with the these Mongols on motorcycles known as the sadistic souls. What they just call themselves sadistic souls motorcycle club or whatever, leave it at that. And the answer is no, they want to pretend to be tougher than what they are. I went ahead and looked at this this character, essentially he was just much like the ledger, talk big shit. Got thrown in jail for eight years. And I like the last year, he maybe he was just a drunken especially just a drunken doper. Didn't really mean the shit they talked. Okay. That's fine. But why should one listen to an obvious mongrel? I go ahead and I look, I see these dark skinned, cork eyed mamsers running around pretending aliens. Why? Why listen to these idiots? Why pay attention to them? Nothing but trouble. So anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Wiki Martin Lipstead here. Yeah, yeah, the man's are barrel here. They made fun of me. Oh, well. I made fun of their mongrels, so they made fun of me. Thank you, Papa Cat. Really like it. Anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and call it night. I'm going to go ahead and say, Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless. And good night. I'll meet the eating press is about to come on. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I, love, I love that one here. Uh, that that was what about five years old here. About the one here. Uh, it was such a fucking say here. <laughs> That's an old one here. That's an old one. <laughs> it looks like his electronic brain was accidentally set. Like you can say, that's a, that's an old one, Papa Cat. <laughs> anyway, let's just call it a night here. White and clad in black are we, yah and we'll stamp up God tyranny, hi-yah-yah-ho. White and go, revolt ho on the city roof, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse laws, let red blood flow. Adam, tell Danny, this can kill All who was them, the ruling man. Cheerily, I. White men go, we vote home. 
Father's city roof, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Oh, white man, there are forces. The Jews are laid low. I'm struggling next week, stop our boots. To stamp out the throat. White men go, leave ho. On the city roofs, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. She must only love is good. I, I, oh, the love of God our only need. I, I, oh, white men go, we vote ho. On the city roofs, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. We'll conquer for our cause is right. I, I, oh, our sons won't have to go and fight. I, I, oh, white men go, revolt, ho. On the city roof, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war, ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.